Hi, I'm Bree. I Do McGrew is your source for real-life wedding tips, inspiration, and insider knowledge. Wes and I are a married couple that have been photographing weddings for over five years, and together we photograph nearly 100 weddings in the Virginia area. And I'm Wes. We'll draw on our experience and connect with top wedding professionals to provide insight into planning and enjoying your wedding day. We'll also interview real couples to find out how the decisions they made played out on their big day. It's our mission to provide the insight and knowledge you need to navigate the exciting, complex, emotional, and fun roller coaster ride that is the wedding planning process. And just remember, it's your wedding, and there are no, no rules. So let's explore the possibilities. Hey, Bree. Hey, Wes. Welcome back to the I Do McGrew podcast. Yeah, and this one, you guys are in for a special treat. We had so much fun talking with Meredith and Sam. I think it was just because this topic was such a fun one for me. Um, what about you? Yeah, you know, I read on the wedding wire that an average couple is engaged for 14 months. So they have 14 months to plan their wedding. I did not, not know that. Yeah, yeah. So, I mean, it kind of makes sense, right? Just a little over a year. Um, but what about these two? Well, it was funny. So they planned everything in six weeks, which is crazy. Um, and the whole time Wes and I were gearing up to have them on, he kept saying, I can't believe these two planned this whole thing in six months. And I kept having to say, not six months, six weeks. Yeah, there's a little bit of a difference there. So yeah, <laughs> um, uh, yeah even it, it blew my mind even more that they were able to do that so quickly. So who are we talking to today, Brie? Yeah, um, Meredith Sledge, um, and she is actually a wedding photographer. And then we had on her husband, Sam Kempf, who's a wedding videographer. And I think the fun part is we didn't even have them on at all to talk about their experience in the wedding world. We had them on as a bride and groom to talk about planning their own wedding. Yeah, they had a great story about how they planned a wedding in uh, uh, at warp speed. Yeah. <laughs> um, so, I mean... Why would someone want to plan a wedding so quickly? Are they just uh, clinically insane or are there actual reasons? Well, um, they, there's some reasons you could think of, right? Off the top of your head, maybe like military folks who want to get married before deployment, something like that. Work schedules, maybe teachers who have the summer off want to get married, um, you know, before they go back to school so they have time for their honeymoon and whatnot, um, or students for that matter. Um uh, or people are, get really attached to a particular season. Like I know we wanted to get married in the fall um, pretty strongly. Uh, some people like the spring. Um, and I guess some people just want to do it. Yeah, they're just ready. I mean, hey, if you're willing to propose and get down on one knee, I think you're you're ready for forever, right? Yeah, what are you waiting for? Yeah. Um, so short engagements are a thing. And there's a, you know, there's a lot of people that might opt, to, opt for them for one reason or another. Um, when you think of a short engagement, the first thing I think of is maybe like an elopement or a courthouse wedding, you know, where you just go, you and your partner and, and, and tie the knot. Um, but that's not always the case. As you'll hear in this interview, you can plan a full wedding quickly um, if you're willing to make some sacrifices and you're willing to be creative. Yeah. And we actually have a whole another podcast episode devoted to the difference between elopements and micro weddings. Um, so if you want to go back and listen to it, that one was also a great one that clarifies a bunch of questions surrounding smaller, more intimate weddings and gatherings. Um, and I do think that is a, a reason too for sometimes people wanting to do a shorter engagement is they want to keep the guest list smaller. And in some ways, it's easier to keep the guest list um, smaller when you have a shorter duration of time. That's true. And you know, you're still able to get vendors that you might want to do. You know, a lot of things you might hear to discourage you from doing a shorter wedding is, oh, all the people will, that you'd want to hire will be booked already and the venue will be booked already. Um, yeah, I feel like everything I found online and everything that I would have thought before we interviewed Sam and Meredith on this topic was, oh, don't expect to get your vendor dream team. And I think they're a great example of how you can, you know, have six weeks and you can still get the people that you envisioned. I mean, there's a couple things that do work in your favor and in your control with the short engagement, right? Um, 
You can move your wedding to a different day of the week. Um, obviously, Saturdays are very coveted in the wedding world, but there's Fridays and Sundays. There's Monday through Thursday. There's many other days of the week. Um, vendors uh, are also more likely to fill their schedules in the short term rather than in the long term. Um, so I think a lot of vendors, we know our schedules a year out. And if you're asking us like a month or two beforehand, if we're already booked or not, a lot of times they're willing, more willing to open up their schedules um, in the short term. And if you're having a shorter engagement and you're looking at maybe a smaller guest list, that also can sometimes mean a smaller vendor team. Um, so maybe you don't need, you know, the second shooter or the second videographer. And sometimes you can keep your team um, of people that you need to reach out to even smaller. Yeah, but it doesn't mean you might not have to sacrifice some things, you know, um, like uh, maybe bachelorette parties, there might not be time for that or just certain showers, things like that. You might have to keep that guest list smaller, like Bri was alluding to, uh, or maybe go without bridal parties or things like that. But, you know, you have to pick what's important to you and plan the wedding that you and your partner want. And I think you'll hear in this interview that it's very easy to do that and have a full wedding, um, uh, and make those decisions. Yeah. And I think one of the best parts about this interview was, I think I ask them towards the end, if I recall, I say, you know, would you recommend a short engagement for other couples? And their answer wasn't black and white. Their answer was maybe if it's right for you, but here's why it was really hard for us. And when we got off the call, I remember them saying, oh, we really, you know, we screwed up our answer to that question. You know, we should have said one concrete answer, yes or no. And I thought, no, absolutely not. You know, you were honest and you were transparent. And you, if you were talking to a couple on the street that had a short engagement, that's exactly what you would have said to them, right? Then that was the right answer. Um, so I loved it. Yeah. It's not one size fits all. Um, that's for, for sure. sure. Yeah. yeah. Um, well, no, stay tuned till the end because Meredith and Sam also share a really crazy story that happened on their actual wedding day. One that they didn't plan for at all and could have had the potential to derail the whole day. But Spoiler alert, their positive attitudes kept everything in track. So that story is one to listen out for. Yeah, they're superheroes. So everybody sit back and enjoy the interview. Well, we are really excited today. We have on Meredith and Sam Kempf. Um, they are both actually in the wedding world. Um, Meredith um, does wedding photography. Her name is Meredith Sledge Photography, if you guys wanted to try and find her on Instagram. Um, and her husband, Sam Kempf, has uh, Hoopla Media and does videography services. So welcome, guys. Thanks. Hi. We're excited to be here. Yeah, thanks for coming on. So I guess um, for anyone that doesn't like maybe follow or already know you guys, do you want to give me like a little bit of background on who you are and where you're based out of and kind of um, how long you've been in the wedding world maybe? Yeah, totally. So um, I've been doing wedding photography now for probably about I think seven or eight years. Um, started out in high school um, and transitioned and moved to Charlottesville. And yeah, I'm currently still in Charlottesville, still doing weddings. Do a little bit of senior photography and family stuff on the side as well, but primarily weddings. Um, so, yeah. And I've been in the wedding world for about the same amount of time, give or take a little bit. So I primarily do kind of commercial and business type videos, but definitely love keeping like a good chunk of what I do be weddings. Um, I just love how creative and emotional it is. And I just love getting to know the couples on their days and tell their story and capture it. It's always such a fun experience. And I really like getting to film a wedding every now and then or a few weddings because it kind of gives me a break from kind of, you know, some of 
just, I love the variety of it all. And it's just a really fun aspect of my business. No, I totally get that. I mean, Wes and I always say like every wedding kind of is like a new little experience and it's still, it's fun every time. Yeah, keep you on your toes. That's for sure. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) So wait, have you guys ever done like a wedding together? I don't think I've even asked that. Yeah. So we did our first wedding together about, was it three, three or four years ago? Which is also coincidentally the start of our love story. Yeah. that's (gasps) Okay. I was wondering. Yeah. We already had met through mutual friends, but we did that wedding together and Sam actually referred me. He was doing video. I did photography, obviously. And that's sort of how we got to know each other a little better and ended up going on a date after that. And that's where it all began. Wait, that's so cute. Wait, were you guys like flirting at the wedding while you guys were trying to like stay professional? I mean, I could tell Meredith was distracted, but I was (laughs) (laughs) just kidding. Yeah, I don't remember. Like, I know that when we first showed up the day before and bumped into each other to scout, um, I know that like I definitely felt chemistry for sure. And I was like, definitely took note of that and then on the wedding day like I tried not to get too distracted and you were super professional and probably didn't yeah I mean the days are so like fast and busy I can see how it would kind of just all be like I don't know they're kind of a blur in one yeah but I definitely remember taking note of her and just like respecting the way she worked and just thinking she was a cool person and all that yeah see that this this is just inspiring because what what photographers and videographers are also often pinned sort of as rivals at weddings and look Sometimes, at this yeah. beautiful story yes. that happened. <laughs> yeah. gap, we can totally work together as a team and so many videographers and photographers are awesome at doing that but definitely like being married we have a little bit more of a rapport going into the day so we're pretty used to working around each other yeah that is so sweet it's been fun we yeah have started obviously since getting married um sort of promoting that more to our couples now that we are married and um, we know that that's a big like pro for for other couples so yeah we have a couple I think this year together and then I think we might have a couple more next year so we're super excited to make that more a part of just our normal workflow and normal yeah offering and I can definitely say now having gotten married myself and going through the process I have so much more just like you know firsthand experience of what all of those moments throughout the day are so that's a you know, a cool perspective to bring into it also. No, I agree. It definitely helps. Same thing. Cause we had been doing weddings and shooting weddings before our wedding as well. And I mean, I definitely came out with a different perspective once we'd walked in the bread and groom's shoes. So I agree. Definitely changes how you feel about it. Absolutely. Um, wait, one funny tangent and then we'll get to your guys topic of the day. Um, it was funny that you guys said how, you know, you met at a wedding because many times, at weddings, people have come up, usually to me, not really to Wes, but people will come up to me and be like, I think that the other photographer has a crush on you. Like he keeps looking at you. And I'm like, yeah, thank you so much. Like we're actually married. He's my husband. But like people think we're flirting at weddings all the time. And I'm like, he's just trying to get my attention for like a moment in the other side of the reception tent or something. And I'm like, oh my God, people, we're not flirting. That's so funny. I love that. That's awesome. I'm like, I'm it's like always asking like... guests if they can get her number and stuff. Oh, you play into it. Yeah. Gotta have fun with it. Yeah. It's always like someone's like grandparent who's just like, I think he likes you. And I'm like, oh, I hope so. (laughs) That's so fun. That's amazing. It's also really nice. Like when you're just, you know, on a hard day or just in the heat of the moment and everything's chaos, just to know that your spouse is there with you and to have that little bit of comfort throughout all of it. 
It's always fun. Oh no, definitely. Yeah, definitely agree with you on that one. Um, well, funny enough, we actually didn't even really have you guys on to chat about all of your years and years of experience. We had you guys on and talk about your own wedding day because, um, I followed you guys, um, throughout it and you guys planned and executed and pulled off a wedding somehow miraculously in six weeks. And, um, I know there's lots of other couples out there that, you know, want to aim for short engagements for a plethora of reasons. So I kind of just wanted you guys to come on and, um, just kind of tell us how, how you freaking did it. I mean, it's crazy. <laughs> yeah. It's a little crazy looking back. <laughs> I honestly, yeah. When we were thinking about this, we're like, how did we do this? <laughs> there's a lot of different types of stress in life. And that was definitely a unique one. And Meredith <laughs> was way more involved in it than I was. So I can only imagine how it felt for her, but it, it was, it was intense for sure. Yeah. I guess to start out from the, like the very beginning. So like, did you guys know, um, you know, upon getting engaged or at the very beginning, or maybe even before you got engaged that you guys kind of wanted to do it quicker? So we had talked, I think, when we were engaged, or maybe even before we were engaged, like, once we would be engaged, um, I think we had talked about, or at least I had mentioned the fact that I would love to do like a smaller wedding, um, and potentially even elope or go somewhere really cool. Um, So yeah, you were like open to that idea. Um, Mm -hmm. And once we were actually engaged, we just sort of started to talk about it. And honestly, I mean, you can talk more in detail about it if you want. But yeah, we actually were thinking it was kind of between potentially eloping, I guess, just the two of us, most likely it would have been. Yeah, we thought about that. And then as we thought about it more, we're like, well, we really don't want this person to not be there. We don't want this person. And then as we started to think about it, we're like, okay, what if we had like 10 more people, it won't be you know, I think we had what 10 guests total where like it wouldn't be that much more involved and logistically to, to do that. Yeah. Well, it's so interesting because, you know, during current times, you know, coronavirus and stuff, people have kind of had to have the 10 person wedding, but you guys did this, um, you know, way before this was even coronavirus, you guys were married. Um, yeah. Yeah, and, and it actually fortunately worked out well for us that we got married last fall because we were initially kind of looking at this past spring just a few months ago of, you know, being the date, which if we had had something planned for then, it, you know, totally would have fallen in the middle of coronavirus and everything. So that would not have been good. So we were really fortunate that we ended up pushing the timeline and doing it last fall like we did. Yeah, yeah, ended up working out. But yeah, we were originally thinking about potentially like Hawaii or we talked about even like Italy or Capri. And the more we kind of looked into it, um, the more I was like, well, it's going to be difficult planning from afar and not being able to like visit beforehand. And how do I find vendors in a different country or in Hawaii? And um, it sort of just started to stress me out a little bit. And just being in the wedding industry, like I am familiar with people and I know great photographers and I know, you know, I follow good videographers and um, yeah, I just kind of knew that it would be really special and fun to work with people that I knew and could trust and like love their work. So that's kind of the beginning of how we, yeah, sort of and it, chose this area. Yeah. And I think the idea to lope within like a six week time frame, um, I think basically we had, we're like, we have to do it within six weeks because we want to do it at least before all the leaves fall off the trees. Cause it was fall. So like, if we were going to do it this fall, we have to do it, you know, by like early November, mid November. And then we kind of like joked about the idea and we're like, yo, what if we did this? And we're like, yeah, that'd be really cool. And we kind of just laughed it off. 
But then one day you were at a senior shoot at the location we got married at and you sent me pictures and you kind of like half jokingly were like, what if we eloped here? Yeah. And I just was like, yes, if, if you're <laughs> yeah. down for it, I'm down for it. That looks awesome. See, but it's what's great about the story that you guys both shared is you guys both kind of mentioned basically trusting your gut, which I love. Meredith mentioned that you were initially kind of looking at, you know, Capri or like these beautiful places abroad and it was stressing you out. So you, in essence, trusted your gut and said, no, you know, I'm, I'm a local vendor. I, you know, I, I know local spots and I know local people that I trust. And so you trusted your gut. And, um, you know, Sam, when you were sent that picture, you, you know, trusted it. I like that you guys just kind of, you know, went with it. Yeah. yeah. Sam's very fun. spontaneous. And yeah, you just love, you're just like, all right, we're doing it. Why not? Like what, what's our reason not to do it? So that was the beginning. And yeah, that location that we ended up getting married at um, was a place I had done plenty of shoots in the past. Um, and I always loved it so much. And yeah, so it was the perfect spot. And they actually don't do weddings, but they allowed us to do ours because it was super small and intimate and knew there would be no band or anything crazy to clean up after. So that was a really, really awesome thing that we got to get married there. So a couple of takeaways there. I think one is like the ability to make decisions quickly. I think uh, you're not going to pull this off without that. So it sounds like you guys had that. Sam was you know, willing to just dive in on that. And number two is the venue itself. So I think when, when people planning weddings on a short timeline, that's one of the first things they're going to run into, right? Is all these places I want are booked. So you said you were at, you were at a location you were doing photo shoots at. So what type of place was that where you guys ended up getting married? Yeah, so it's just a garden um, about 30 minutes outside of um, Charlottesville, and the lady who owns it lives there, and I think she originally um, built on like a carriage house in like with plans to use it as a wedding venue, but I'm pretty sure I could be wrong in saying this, so don't quote me, but I think she mentioned to me that um, it didn't get passed by their county or something for weddings so they ended up like noise ordinance yeah, or something like something. that it was just too close to neighbor sure. or something like that but yeah so um anyways it didn't get passed but it was basically created for weddings so it ended up being perfect um yeah and that is definitely I mean I've seen like some of those pictures it is it looked gorgeous it was so pretty it is it's seriously one of my favorite places in Virginia and um yeah we also got married on a Tuesday so that also helps if you're looking for a venue um a lot especially in six weeks or even like a few months six months time frame you're probably not going to find anything on a weekend maybe a Friday or Sunday but a Tuesday you'll definitely have all your vendors you will have venues every venue will be probably available for you and I think that was a pretty pivotal component to being able to pull it off in such short time was just doing it on a day that just about every vendor you could think of would be available but um Wes kind of to your question a little bit is I think you know we kind of had a pretty good idea of what photographer and what videographer we wanted I think we basically were like we knew right off the bat we were like if they're available and they could do our date then let's go ahead and do it um but definitely with that six week timeline you really don't have any time to like interview different vendors and go back and forth and have time to deliberate. Um, but if, so I think being familiar with them and having an idea going into it definitely helped. Not to say you couldn't, and I'm sure there's lots of really, you know, awesome planning people that could definitely pull it off. But like for us, we know that that helped us a lot. Yeah. Yeah. One the, related to that, like one thing I saw when I was kind of researching uh, for this interview was like, uh, a tip was to hire a planner for that reason. Like if you, ha- if you are someone who has trouble making decisions and you're someone who's not connected to the wedding industry, like you guys are, 
um, get a planner uh, immediately, right? Who can connect you to those people and kind of lead you, uh, narrow down those lists so you don't have to do all this deliberating. You don't have to interview these people because they they can um, uh, go to bat for them. What's the word? <laughs> they can speak, speak to their experience. Uh, yeah. 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 No, definitely. I think one of the most time consuming parts, especially in the very beginning is interviewing and finding all the right vendors. So if you can find, you know, if you're not connected, like you guys were definitely reaching out to a local planner that can say, here's, you know, the three favorite vouch vouch for them. Yeah. Here's the three officiants we've worked with. Here's the three florists we've worked with and can kind of just narrow down your list. I agree. Definitely. I would 100% agree with that. Yeah, absolutely. And especially, um, yeah, I would highly recommend that to anyone, just anything that can ease your burden and take some of the weight off of your shoulders is a really good thing. Yeah. So were all of your vendors that you guys, your first choice vendors, they were all available for that Tuesday then? You didn't have to go make any lists or call any other people? Yeah. So everyone, I think, so Rachel um, May did photo, Rachel Curry did video, and then Mallory Joyce did florals. I don't know how familiar you are with people in this area, but they're all like somewhat local. And yeah, they were all available and just were so kind to jump in such last minute. And obviously I had to have a couple phone calls and I met with Mallory Joyce regarding florals. Like she had me over to her house to talk about things and they're very, like they knew our time frame, and we're just so kind to like jump in and make it happen. So definitely amazing vendors like that makes all the difference. We have ended up somehow like coming around to that topic on like a lot of these um, episodes we've had. It's just like finding vendors that you trust is like so key. So it's great that you guys kind of found a team that you could fall into sync with and that, I mean, that she even had you over her house to find florals. Like that's amazing. Oh my gosh. So sweet. Yeah. It was, it was a really awesome experience. And the other thing that you don't really think about too often is like these vendors are spending the majority of the most special moments of the day with you. So you definitely want to make sure that you, you know, like them and you feel like they're there to support you and and everything because they're they're definitely a huge part of your day yeah so we had we were really glad that we just loved every minute with the ones that we had yeah no I love that you guys said that Wes and I actually tell like any couples we ever get on the phone with we're like just make sure you pick people you like because I mean you know we get there before you're even in your dress and I'm there until like you get in your car and say goodnight like we're next to you all day long so (laughs) make sure you like us (laughs) <laughs> yeah, you probably talk to your wedding photographer more than your own mother on your wedding day or, you know, someone else really close to you on your wedding day. Yeah. I mean, that sounds crazy, but like, yeah, I think I talk to my brides more than their mom. I'm I'm next <laughs> to them every part of the day. I mean, yeah. sometimes I've had some moms that are like also next to them a lot, but no, yeah, it's crazy. We are like right up in there. Yeah. yeah. Um, well, I had another question that I thought of. So a lot of times I feel like invites – they take a while, even, you know, if you're sending formal invites, they can take a few weeks to send. But if you're planning it and needing responses back, you know, within six weeks, like how did you guys handle invites? Or was it since it was just 10 people, was it mostly just like on the phone or? Yeah, we did not actually do invitations, which I really wanted to because I just love, obviously, for photography reasons. I'm like, oh, I was going to say you wanted to flat lay style up. No, <laughs> so terrible. But um we did not end up doing invitations just because there was absolutely no time. And yeah, a lot of people were like, you really don't need this. You're inviting 10 people, you know, close friends that we just texted and, you know, family that we called. So it was a pretty quick and thankfully everyone was able to take off work and come on a Tuesday and be there. So that was really, really great. But no invitations for us made it a little easier. So I think that's another takeaway, though, for folks is that you were able to cut things that you didn't have to have, right? Yeah. Um, 
Yeah. Uh, which was probably hard every time you have to start crossing stuff off a list. Um, yeah. uh, were there any other things like that? Like the invites? So, okay, you wanted them, but you know, they weren't really necessary on this sort of timeline. There are other things like that that you had to go without? I think the biggest one that we actually seriously considered having that we ended up not having was just some sort of a live musician for the ceremony. Um, and I think just on short notice, we had a hard time finding somebody that was available. I forget the yeah. exact reason. Yeah. But I, I think, was there, I don't think there was anything that we really consciously cut that we wanted. I think most yeah. of it was just. I mean, obviously we didn't good. have, we didn't do a cake. Um, we didn't do a band and we just did pretty simple food. We just got some barbecue. Smoked so... barbecue company, <laughs> the, arguably the best barbecue in central Virginia. I'll give them a shout out. <laughs> Yeah. Oh, what's it called? Smoked Barbecue Company. In Wait. Co. Smoked Barbecue Co. I think it is. Have we been there? It sounds super familiar. Well, I've been in a couple times. So good. I cannot <laughs> speak highly enough. Great folks. Great barbecue. They're just doing good things. You guys will have to come down to ZZQ in Richmond then if you like good barbecue. We've been there. We've yeah. been there. That place is amazing also. It also is really good. Yeah. But we'll try yours then too. Yeah. Um, okay. So another like question then. I mean – what about like your wedding dress, Meredith? Cause I know that like alterations alone take six weeks. And I feel like when I also ordered my wedding dress, it even took like a couple months to come in the mail. So how did you even get a dress that quick? Yeah, that was honestly, so that was probably one of the most stressful parts. I, um, oh. as soon as, yeah, as soon as we decided on, I don't even know if we have decided on a date yet, but basically when we decided we we're going to do it sooner rather than later, I went immediately to um, a couple of bridal stores. I went to Annalise Bridal in Richmond. That was the Love it. first one I went to. And I got there and I was like, okay, this is probably not going to go well. Cause I knew that dresses, like if you order off the like rack, it can take six months to a year to get that dress like in. I, I don't know why, but that's just how it is. Yeah, um, no, definitely. Yeah. So I had to go in, they only had, it was like sample, I think it's called sample sale. So they only had a very small selection of dresses for me to choose from that I could take home that day. So yeah, I went in kind of not expecting to find anything. I tried on probably about 10 dresses and liked a good, a good few of them actually, surprisingly, and ended up choosing the one I went with. Um, and it was super, super affordable just because I guess it had been yeah, I don't know if it had been on the rack for a while or if someone had, I don't know how that all that stuff works. But yeah, so bought it that day. And then I actually think I went straight to, alter I might have gone straight to alterations that day. I think I did. Yeah. And then like they, literally same day, like from yeah. one door to the other door. Yeah, I think I did. I called the lady like knew I was getting married soon. She was like, you just call our alterations person. I was like, okay, I don't even care how much alterations are going to cost. I knew it was going to be a lot, but I was just like, I need this done. So went there, alterations cost more than my dress, which is crazy. But um, so got it altered that day and picked it up, I think like three or four weeks later. Um, wow, that's incredible. Yeah. yeah, I can see how that would be like a really stressful part. And like, again, yeah. that you just had to kind of just like go with it before you even like had a date. You just had to start. Yeah. And I've always been, it's funny, side note, I've always been like pretty picky about like dresses and just like outfits and fashion. And I thought going into it, like I knew what I wanted in my head. And so I was like, kind of, I don't know, I knew that I probably wasn't going to find that dress. And I didn't find the one that I like had in my picture in my head. Um, so I just kind of, that's the thing, like you guys were saying at the beginning, we had to make quick decisions and it kind of was nice because I didn't like dwell on all the details too much. I was like, okay, we're here to get married. We love each other. We just want to like start life together. And yeah, so that made it a little bit easier knowing we didn't have a huge time frame to just 
dwell and think and process. No, I hadn't even thought about that, yeah. but that's such a good point. You a didn't little... have time to, you know, like, I don't know. I, this is not a overthink it. Overthink could, it. Yeah. Overthink or, it. or like you said, like dwell on it or like sit in the minutiae of it and like think about all like the little finey, like little details. Cause like you didn't have time. And so, I mean, I think just those little things can even sometimes stress brides out. So you kind of got, got away with not having to worry about that. There's some like th- theory or something that like people will always, however long you give someone to do something, they're going to take, they're going <laughs> to fill that time, take the whole yeah. thing. So if you give somebody a week to something to, to do the yeah. same task, it's going to take somebody else a month if you give them a month to do the same task. Um, so it's interesting to see that sort of play out with your wedding planning. Yeah. That like, hey, they had a pretty kick-ass wedding and we did it in six weeks. What's your problem, everybody else? Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah and, and also just if you... Um, if, if you just know you're on a tight timeline, you're going to work around the clock. And, you know, you definitely have to, at least for us, we had to kind of make it, you know, a huge focus of ours. You know, it wasn't something you can kind of do, you know, kind of on the sideline in addition to your normal life. Like we had to kind of prioritize it for a while there. Yeah, we were pretty much, I mean, obviously that time frame worked out really well and I didn't, I wasn't shooting any weddings in late October or November. Or maybe we did have, we did actually have a wedding two days before We had a wedding two days before we shot together. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Yeah, that's pretty crazy. (laughs) It worked out great. But like, if you're planning a wedding on short time, don't add any extra. Well, the wedding was already scheduled and it it worked out awesomely, but, but it was, yeah, it was really cool. Yeah. I forgot about that. We shot a wedding at our venue the month before we were married. We had, I think we had other weddings also leading up to our wedding, but it was, it was kind of weird, like being so close to our wedding at our own venue, watching someone else get married there. Um, and yeah, it was kind of, it is funny. Um, so, okay. Well actually about that, about like, um, the timing of everything. So, you know, as vendors, we all kind of know like a typical like wedding day timeline, um, with having like 10 people and like a smaller intimate wedding, um, were you guys still able to have like the timeline you guys wanted? Like, did you do first look or did you have like more portrait time or did you, you still got like both ceremony and reception, I guess, kind of walk us through like the day of. Yeah. So we had our vendors there for six hours with us. Um, so definitely more than like a normal elopement, but we kind of had an intimate wedding. So, um, yeah, six hours coverage and we had pretty much everything, captured from getting ready um and then once the reception started which we only did a dinner we didn't do any dancing we just did a dinner in a greenhouse with some music um on a speaker so super simple um our photographer and videographer did a couple shots with us cheersing and then they actually left so we were like we don't need photos of us eating obviously um yeah and in 15 minutes they captured just everything they could ever need it was beautiful yeah so i don't know if that answers your question but Pretty much we had everything from a normal day besides the actual like dancing and cake cutting. Reception and, events. Yeah, yeah. 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 We didn't do a first look. We, but that we could have, if we wanted to, we just decided to do it during the ceremony. Yeah. So it's great that you guys were able to sort of pull yourself away from the traditions and things that a lot of people feel pressured into doing. Like they think they have to have a full reception. They have to do the dances. They have to do the cake cutting. They have to do, you know, you name it. Um, so again, maybe not because, I mean, you cut these things because you didn't want to do them, not because you didn't have time. Um, right. And, and I think that's, um, you know, liberating when people are able to sort of uh, look at the in, inwards and, and plan the wedding that they want instead of doing all these extra things that maybe family members or Pinterest or whatever says that they should do. 
Absolutely. Mm-hmm. That's so, so true. Yeah. No, well said, Wes. Yeah, I I agree with you. It's nice that you guys kind of just like, I'm repeating myself again, but trusted your gut. You know, you didn't want to have to do a garter toss and bouquet toss and you didn't. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, I knew the things that were important to us. And obviously as a photographer and videographer, those two were like, the most important to us on our wedding day. Um, and obviously this ceremony like vows and all that, but yeah, so we knew we wanted to prioritize that and make sure we had plenty of time for gorgeous photos and time for our videographer to get some really awesome, cool shots. And I think that's really what kind of drove like the decision-making for us. Cause we just knew that was important. The most important thing outside of getting married and saying our vows, of course. (laughs) (laughs) No, it's good. I mean, it's good that you guys could both prioritize the same things, you know? I mean, that's what, you know, a marriage is all about. And, you know, you you start a marriage on the wedding day. So, you know, if you guys can agree, the things that to you guys as a couple are most important to you, which it sounds like you guys did and not only did, but did very efficiently, then, you know, more power to you. Yeah. And the one thing she let me pick, or, well, you let me have full input on everything, but the one area... (laughs) And you take care of the food. So I was like, well, my I've always dreamed of having smoked cater our wedding. And she was like, fine. And I was surprised she was okay with it. But but yeah, we were literally able to agree on everything. And we were both over the moon about our um, photographer and videographer. And then you picked the um, florist, which I wasn't familiar with, but I was blown away by what she did and yeah. just everything. No, what's you know, what's so funny about you saying the food thing? Actually, I don't have like too many regrets from our wedding day. Like I, you know, love it, fond memories and everything, all the good stuff. But, um, we, our venue was one of the venues, like they had a preferred caterer and like to break their contract, their preferred caterer, it was like extra money. And so we just were like, whatever, that seems like an asshole. Like we'll just go with a preferred caterer, but Wes's favorite food and like love of life is tacos. And he like really yeah. wanted like a taco bar at our wedding. Oh. And now that we've like, you know, had five more years of experience in the wedding world and like seen awesome taco bars executed well. I'm like, oh, why didn't we just trust our gut and have like a badass taco bar? Like ta- that would have been so much more us and so much more like memorable. And like, we should have just paid the like, whatever a hundred dollar fee, whatever it was and broken the contract, you well, know, it was probably more than that. But at the time the fee sounded big. Right. But then after you planned the whole wedding, you're like, Oh, that would have been, Oh wait, no- we could have saved money instead of doing yeah. like a plated three course. We could have had tacos. Wait, why didn't we break that contract? But anyway, so I love that you guys were just like, we like barbecue. We're doing it. Yeah. Yeah. It's all good. Um, but the food is an interesting thing. Like Brianna said, like, oh, if you go with a more traditional venue, sometimes you're locked into these food wo- rules. Same with alcohol too, right? If you hire a certain caterer, uh, yeah. maybe you have to go with the, the, the beer and spirits or whatever that they can provide. And that's not your favorite. Um, so, you know, thinking outside the box, being flexible, it allows you to actually, I think, have a little bit more creativity with your wedding than if you're sort of planning these sort of uh, uh, more cookie cutter ceremonies and there's nothing wrong with that i mean there's definitely no no um, to each their own there's definitely uh you know some people go on vacation where they go hiking and they do lots of crazy things out in the wild and other people go to all all all-inclusive resorts and they both come home just as fat and happy (laughs) (laughs) yeah absolutely yeah just being able to pick the foods i mean i love food and so does meredith and yeah, I, I guess I didn't even thought about that. If you go with a certain caterer, you might be locked into options. But I thoroughly enjoy just going through like the grocery store, picking like the beers and the wines and the champagne and everything that we're going to have for the day. Just being able to have full creative input there was was fun. Yeah, that's really cool. And again, a great way to look at it. You know, you guys weren't looking at it as like, oh, another to do. We have to go to the store and like buy beer. It's like, oh, well, we actually get the input on like our favorite beers. Like that's even just the way you said it was great. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> 
Um, well, I guess, yeah. Did you? Oh, sure. I was one more thing. Um, so did it get hard at any point where there's ever a point in the weeds where you were just like, I don't have time to do this. Like, it's not going to happen. Was there, was there ever a panic moment uh, leading up to the, to the oh wedding? Oh my God. So many. Plenty. We'd be lying if we said it was, wasn't. Um, <laughs> well, I can say real quick, uh, just on my side is I just had this like grand list of like, you know, all these projects I was working on with my business that I was like, okay, I'm going to get all these knocked out before the wedding. Um, so I can take a, you know, some time off before and then our, uh, honeymoon not have to worry about anything on my on my plate or schedule and as we got closer and closer i was like no i'm gonna do it no matter what i'm getting all these projects done and as we got closer i was kind of like yeah that's not gonna happen some of these are gonna have to happen you know in a few weeks when i get back um so it definitely got harder but furthermore we both got pretty sick uh what like three or four days before our wedding we got some sort of a stomach bug so we were both just miserably sick and bedridden for oh my gosh that's terrible yeah Yeah, like within the week like four days before a wedding or something like that so so that was stressful and probably being stressed out from the planning you know weakened our immune systems I'm guessing but um yeah so so that but then I think there was a certain point as we got to like the week of or whatever where we were kind of like you know what like we've done everything we can we're just gonna you know tell ourselves we're just gonna enjoy it and make the most of however it ends up being at this point. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. I definitely had plenty of moments where I was like, Oh my gosh. Like I was just constantly on my email and constantly on the phone and constantly just like researching different things and linens and chairs. And like, you just can't even believe all the things you have to do. There's (laughs) yeah. You know, it kind of might seem like there's just a few kind of main categories you need to plan for, but then there's so many, uh, things you know in each category like I was naively thinking in my head I was like we can plan this no problem like we need mm-hmm. a venue a dress a photographer a videographer and food like what else do we need in florist and like I, and then I realized that those six or seven or whatever points are very nuanced and aren't as easy as they seem on paper so it's so much more work than it seems like right and then like just because you have a florist then you have to pick of like okay what flowers do I want and then are those flowers in season and then can those flowers be made in time and then yeah so it's never just as easy as the the thing you think it is right yeah. <laughs> a little deeper than that yeah so while you were going through those decisions, did you find things that you could kind of outsource? There were people you could pull in to sort of help with uh, different aspects of the planning? So we did have um, Laura Elise events out of Charlottesville. She did help us with like setup. And the day before the wedding, she came and set up like the table. And and then the day of the florist basically did the whole table setup. And um, there wasn't a ton I guess they did set up the the cocktail hour tables and things like that. There wasn't a, too much to set up, um, but they did help us with that. Um, but beforehand, I was doing most of the like coordinating with vendors and making sure everyone had what they needed and all of that stuff. So, yeah, it was it was pretty crazy. Um, I would I would highly recommend that if you have the opportunity to outsource and um, just like have someone else do. Uh, what is the word delegate delegate yes. as many different yes. tasks as you possibly can especially on your wedding day because you know as much as you can just be in the moment and let other people think about all the things that need to happen makes it way way better yeah absolutely. yeah so you I guess so you're saying in essence that you guys did like a majority of the planning leading up to it but then you did have a planner there day of that was helping and assisting and setting things up for you right yes yep that perfect yeah 
Yeah, and that, that was awesome. Like we basically showed up and like we had some, you know, all the beer and wine and all that stuff. We we're basically able to be like, okay, you know, this this goes over there, blah, blah, blah. But then like it was that between them and our friends, like they took yeah. care of everything and we were able to kind of sit back and just ride the the roller coaster of the day. Yes. In yeah. A good way. Day of was pretty like stress free. I don't really remember anything stressing us out day of um too much. No, I don't think so. <laughs> Besides your little <laughs> incident on the way. Oh there. wow. <laughs> Oh yeah, fun. There was an incident. Side story. So yeah, we love side stories. Well, okay. Our dog Max, he's a uh, about to turn thirteen year old yellow Labrador. Um, Big guy, he's like just the sweetest little or sweetest big old man ever. Um, (laughs) He he has a way of just always getting some sort of little sickness or or health problem at the worst times. Um, So we woke up. I so Max was living living with me before we got married. So I woke up on the day of our wedding, and Max's face was like swollen. And um, you know, I obviously wasn't going to leave for the day, and you know, not know what's going on, and be worried about him on our wedding day. Of course, so I, yeah, I, yeah. So I took him to our vet, and you know, this was all the morning of our wedding. I think I was supposed to leave by like eleven to go to the venue. I was able to get him into the vet, super emergency style. I was like, you guys don't understand. It's my wedding day. You have to <laughs> oh help my gosh. There's no, There's no time. <laughs> and they fortunately were able to accommodate. And they called me like li- a little bit later in the day and um, gave me an update and said he was doing better and everything was okay and he was looking good. And then my dog walker was able to come pick him up later in the day and take him home. Um, but that was stressful. So I was driving away from the vet. And I was just thinking about the sad look on Max's face when I dropped him off and he was all alone and just worried about him. And my heart was breaking over that. And then I was late and I was behind. And then I um, very, very gently, fortunately, but kind of bumped into somebody at a, at a red light. I was, my mind was just elsewhere. No, so I got to do a little fender bender <laughs> and my dog had to go to the vet. And then I finally show up and I'm just like, you know, a lot of chaos had happened. Um, fortunately, everybody was fine. Everything was good. Exchange insurance, everything was good. But but yeah, it was just a lot of chaos. So then oh, that I- is one thing after the other. Oh my God, I would have been a wreck. I would have been falling apart. I probably would have also been in tears. You seem like a very chill person that probably remained like calm, cool, collected, but like, oh, I would have been a mess. That is a crazy morning. Well, at that point, I was just like, you know what? This makes for a good story. So I'll just see it as a positive, I guess. Yeah, I didn't know any of this happened until I think the night, that night. I had no idea. Yeah. You, you were like, don't, don't tell. Good, yeah. Good call, Sam. Good call. <laughs> Yeah. yeah. But That's so it, funny. I say that all the time though to couples on the wedding day when like, you know, little bumps in the road happen. I'm just like, hey, now you have a story to tell, you know? <laughs> That's so, right. Now- That's all it can be and it would be weird if it went off without a single hiccup or something. So yeah. It's all part of the fun. True. Yeah. And you got your little hiccup over with before you arrived at the venue. So <laughs> yeah. got it out of his system. Oh, poor Max though. That story like makes me sad at the beginning that, you know, you had to like say goodbye to his little face and leave him oh, there. Man, it was the worst. I hated <laughs> oh. it. But the, once I got that text saying he was going to be okay and he was headed home, I was, I was okay. And like, sweet time for a beer. Let's party. Yeah. yeah that's <laughs> um, well, I guess to like kind of start wrapping things up here. So like, overall like overarching um i know like vague questions are kind of hard to answer but like general like tips or guidance like if you met someone on on the street and they're like oh my gosh we are also planning on getting married in six weeks like what would you tell them oh man i would say (laughs) quit your jobs no i'm just kidding (laughs) i'm never ever one to tell somebody they can't do something but i would definitely make sure they understand the reality of what they're getting into and and then i would say if you're willing to take all this on knowing what you're signing up for then if you believe in yourself or you think it can happen, then definitely go for it. 
Yeah, I think. And that's easy for me to say because Meredith did the brunt of the work. <laughs> credit where credit is due. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I think having a flexible job at the time was definitely obviously helpful. If I had had a nine to five, I don't think I would have been able to do it. Um, so yeah, I mean, just having having the time is the first thing. Um, but also, yeah, just like knowing knowing who you want to hire and making quick decisions and just like not letting yourself get too caught up in the details. Um, and then just being willing to like sacrifice things that aren't like the most important. Cause when we look back on our day, like all the tiny little things, like, you know, even like the charcuterie board and like all the little things that we had, I'm like, that was like awesome. I'm so glad we did it. But like, if there's like little things that are stressing people out, I mean, you don't need every single thing. Like, your, your friends are going to have a good time. Just give them some wine and beer and <laughs> put on some good music. And um, yeah, so I think just to keep in mind that, you know, find the few things that are important to you and then really hone in on that. And yeah, just don't get too, too stressed out about all the little details. Yeah. And I would say if you have the option to, you know, have a little bit longer runway leading up to your wedding, you know, there's no reason to squeeze everything into such a short time. Um, but we just kind of were like, we really want to get married. And we have to do it kind of, or we want to do it before it gets cold and winter sets in and, you know, the leaves fall off the trees. So we kind of were like, you know what, we'd rather rush it than wait until spring. Um, so we kind of got just caught in an awkward, you know, season change there. Um, but I, I would definitely recommend, you know, there's no reason to force it that fast unless, you know, you just really feel motivated. But probably a little bit longer would be a more comfortable timeline. Yeah. No, I think that's great advice. I mean, you know, like that, like the saying goes, hindsight's twenty twenty, and I mean, that's why we wanted to have you guys on is because you're able to, you know, retrospectively look back and tell people the lessons you learned from doing it in six weeks, and I think that this is all helpful. Yeah, and and I would say, kind of like you know, I don't know. Obviously, running a marathon is really, really, really challenging, and I I wouldn't do that. But I would say, like, if someone's like, hey, should I run a marathon? Like, well, if you understand what you're getting into and you're willing to put in the time and you feel like you want to give all that energy and effort and you think it'll be worth it for you, then with that caveat, then go for it. Um, You know, and I would kind of just say that in regards to something like this, if you have a good enough reason to want to do it quicker and and you know what you're getting into, then go for it. Yeah, definitely. I love a good analogy. Appreciate that. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Well, we like to end every podcast on a really fun high note. So I know I didn't like warn you guys about this, but um, we're going to end on a little rapid fire question. So I'm going to read off three questions and you're just supposed to say the first thing that comes to mind. You guys, are you guys ready to play the game? Yeah, let's go for it. Yay. Okay. All right. Um, Meredith and Sam rapid fire question. Number one, if you could travel anywhere in the world right now, where would it be? Uh, Five things are trying to come out at once. Uh, (laughs) Italy, France, Portugal, <laughs> Fiji, every <laughs> the whole world. I think probably like Bora Bora right now. If I we could know. travel anywhere right now, yeah. Bora Bora. Yeah. Okay, I can get down with that. That sounds good. <laughs> okay, I like it. I dig it. Um, See, that was the same approach Sam had in planning the wedding. It's like, oh well, actually, that idea is okay. Let's go with that. <laughs> Yeah. You guys are seeing seeing him truly right now. <laughs> yeah, your true selves are showing. Um, all right, rapid fire question number two. What's your current favorite wedding trend? Ooh, I can't even. I'm. What would like a wedding trend be? Well, so an example that like Wes and I've seen recently and loved is like uh, late night food. Like we've seen couples getting like food trucks like coming up at like 10 p.m. Um, yeah. like Chick Fil A and stuff. And we think that's Ooh. a really cool current thing that wasn't happening like five years ago when we were married. 
That's great. Okay. Well, okay. Go, oh, ahead. go ahead. Okay. So this isn't um, something that happens here, but I'm going to say it because this is what comes to mind. I've okay. shot a few weddings um, with a photographer in Texas. And I don't know if this is a trend in Texas or if this is like just something they always do, but they have at the end of their night, two things. They have a mariachi band, like almost every time leading them out to their exit, which is so great. And then they also have like the craziest, like, or not, I'm sure not every wedding does this, but the ones I've been to did like a really cool exit with like basically fireworks on either side of like a road where the car is driving through. Anyways, these are intense weddings, but I don't know if those are trends or if those are just Texas things, but that was probably, that's one one thing that came to mind for me. It's a, tr- it's a trend. Those that count. works. Those count. Yeah. yeah. Oh, cool. I didn't even know that taco bars at a wedding was a thing, but I'll definitely say that sounds awesome. And then, <laughs> yeah. Also, yeah. And also when people bring their dogs to their wedding and especially when they put them in little tuxedos, I think that's a great trend also. <laughs> that's so cute. And no one has said that yet. And that is like a newer trend, I think, to involve your pets and animals in weddings. So you guys did it. Awesome. Ooh. I love it. <laughs> We've seen the fireworks on the side of the drive once. We did it Richmond. in Richmond. Yeah. yeah. Dover Hall yeah. wedding. Yeah. Beautiful venue. Um, okay. You've made it almost to the end. Last rapid fire question. If you could give couples out there one wedding tip, what would it be? It does not have to be related to a short engagement or a six week time frame. What's just like one tip you would tell people getting married? I would say that. Just to keep in mind that like amidst all the all the details of the planning and all the just different things that you'll have at your day and just all the chaos of it, just to like make sure you don't lose sight of why you're doing all of it. And just remember that like at the end of the day is so you can marry the love of your life. Yeah, I love that. I feel like I was going to say something similar. Um, yeah, just that and like involving your like I know a lot of times um one person is really heavily involved in booking all the vendors and a lot of times it is the girl um but I feel like involving your you know your partner in everything you do is really really special and I love personally when as a photographer when the groom or the guy or whoever like the other person gets on the phone call with the other person and just hearing from both of them is really special um so yeah, I think I would say just like involving both people and all the decisions you make and making it a team effort is something that's really, really fun. That's those are that's both great advice. Yeah, really. I'm yeah. just round of applause. You guys did wonderfully. <laughs> <laughs> you excelled at the rapid fire and you didn't even know it was coming. So I'm proud of you. Awesome. Thanks. Guys. Um, so well, fun. no, we had a, such a good time talking to you guys. It sounds like we could talk for days and have lots more to have you guys back on for. But um, I guess I want couples and people out there to be able to find you guys, not only to see your beautiful work, but um, just to see your awesome wedding photos. We've been talking so much about this gorgeous day and your beautiful venue and your, your dress you found and altered so quickly. So um, I guess, why don't each of you guys go and kind of say where people can find you online or your social media handles. So um, if they want to look for you, they can. Yeah. So um, my Facebook page is Meredith Sledge Photography. Instagram is just Meredith Sledge. And website is www.meredithsledge.com. Nice. And my um, my Instagram is Hoopla Media. And... Hoopla underscore. Isn't that underscore? Oh, media? wow. Great question. <laughs> I'll, I'll circle back to that. Um, my Instagram handle is Hoopla underscore media. There we See, go. this is why having a smart <laughs> wife is very helpful. Um, and my website is hooplamediastudios.com. And okay. 
and I've got a YouTube channel also where I post all of the just different videos that I do. And also I'm really getting into doing travel videos from all the trips that we've gotten to take. Um, and I'm trying to grow into that more. So if you like travel videos, you might want to check that we, out. We uh, love travel what's, videos. What's the channel? Um, YouTube, my channel is Hoopla Media. And I think on YouTube, you can have different channels with the same name. So I think there's another one on there. Um, but mine, yeah. Could we mine, search your name too, Sam Kempf? Um, God, that's such a great question. I should... I should know this, but I think you, you answered it. It's it's who it's No, we um yeah. Wes and I watch YouTube like all the time, like almost like it's a Netflix or Hulu streaming platform. We watch a lot of Hulu and we you know, we subscribe to a lot of accounts, so YouTube. we'll definitely watch you on YouTube. Cool, yeah, I appreciate <laughs> you it. got two new fans here. Um and then yeah, so for anyone trying to find them, just FYI, it's um she's Meredith M E R E D I T H and Sledge as in S L E D G E and then uh, the hoopla in media in hoopla media is spelled H O O P L A, right, guys? That's yeah. right. Yeah. All right. Now I think people can find you guys. We even spelled it out. Cool. <laughs> Made it easy. Um, and we'll link it in the show notes as well for anyone listening. Um, so you can go and check out all their beautiful wedding photos and their beautiful uh, photo, video, and travel work. So um, thanks again, guys. This was awesome having you guys on. I learned a lot of tips uh, and tricks for how to plan a wedding in in a short time frame. Yeah, we really enjoyed chatting. We're excited about your podcast and everything that you guys are doing. Yeah, thanks for having us, you guys. Of course. Thanks, guys. All right. (laughs) Bye. 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 Wow. Thank you, Meredith and Sam. For joining the podcast. Yeah, we had a great time talking to them and I can't wait to hang out with them now outside of this because it was awesome. So Bree, did we stay engaged for too long? I you know, I don't think Just so. I chop think, that right in half. I think I think I maybe could have done it like a month faster. Uh, I don't know if I could have done it much faster than that. Wes and I pretty much had like exactly a year. We were October to October, if I recall. Like engaged in mid October, married late October of the next year. Yeah, I think that's about right. Fall to fall. Um and um, little known fun fact um, that I found out after we recorded, Sam skateboards and Wes still skateboards too. And I just think that's kind of fun. Yeah, maybe our wives can uh, drop us off at the skate park and pack us lunches and we can, um, you know, go do some kickflips. Yeah, literally one time Wes is saying that and laughing already because one time I went to the skate park with his dad to watch him skateboard and everyone else there was with their moms. And my father-in-law leaned over to me and said, except they're, they drove all their sons here. My son drove me here. <laughs> hey, man. Stay young. Never grow up. Yeah. Um, forever young, right? Um, definitely try to embody that for sure. But no, I hope that this was just as impactful um, for you guys as it was for us. I had never before this met someone that had planned and executed a wedding in six weeks. So it was really fun to hear exactly how they did it. I think some highlights for me was learning how she did the dress and alteration so quickly and just learning about how they stuck to their guns from the get-go and kind of just, you know, narrowed in and agreed that that this was going to be their path and their story. So I loved it. Yeah. So if your situation calls for a short engagement, don't be discouraged. There's other people out there that have done it and hopefully you found this useful. Yeah. Well, have a good one, guys. We'll talk to you soon. Thanks, Bree. See you. Bye.